This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. everyone and welcome to Inside the Red and White. This is the podcast for fans, by fans about everything Arsenal women and women's football in general. We talk through it all from the perspective of the Red and White singing group, which is dedicated to building the atmosphere at Arsenal women's games. I swear I get faster every time I do. <laughs> I'm surprised you remember it, to be honest. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm pretty good at it now. I'm Susie and today my co-host is Slightly different to normal. I'm joined by Kate. Hi, Kate. Hi, Susie. How are you? I'm not too bad. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, everybody, Nat is unfortunately not feeling very well. So uh, she does very much wish that she, she she could be here just to just to finish off the year. But Kate, as what's your title? Assistant uh, editor? Ass- assistant chief editor that I made up. <laughs> Kate normally uh, proofs. She listens to the podcast before anybody else listens to the podcast just to see whether we sound like idiots on it and we need to cut bits out. So <laughs> just to put a little bit of context behind her title. First things first, basically, we're going to get the, um, actually, I've just realised, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. It's I just very remembered exciting. when this episode's coming out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, loving, um, I'm loving the Santa hat there, Susie. Yeah, I am wearing a Santa hat. I'm sure we'll be putting out some clips on social media, but I am wearing a Santa hat. I was like, I'm wearing just a pure black jumper and was like, we'll have to have something festive on to record the uh, the festive episode of the podcast. It's been like quite a, a long year, like a good year. But I mean, particularly with football, like, you know, going to as many, many games as possible. Kate, have you kept up your your uh, record of going yep, to so all far, games? Every, every game this season, so... Um, hopefully long may it last (laughs) yeah well I I had that I had that planned for this year and then I had to I missed the Leicester game because everybody knows that listens to this podcast so I am still bitter and will be forever in a day that Um, was a good game though the comeback from 2-0 down at half time to 6-2 it was a good game I mean you didn't miss anything honestly (laughs) (laughs) you can't say that it's not bitter (laughs) you didn't miss anything uh, but actually, to be fair, on that note, what we are actually going to do in this episode, just to round off the year, we, we're going to be, basically, we've asked everybody to send in their 
their, their favourite moments from this past year. Because, I mean, there have been so many highs. Like, there have been some lows in there too. That's football. But honestly, like, the highs of this past year, I mean, I think that it's just been exceptional in so, so many ways. So we are going to get round to basically going through, seeing what people have said were some of their favourite moments. But first off, we we're, we are just going to drop in. So we're really sorry, but we are going to drop in some of the bits um, from the Spurs game that we picked up. You can all laugh at how optimistic we were at half time. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, listen to listen to our thoughts uh, in the pub afterwards. But we're going to put this in quickly, and then we'll we'll brush over it after and forget about it. So here here are those bits here. Hi guys, it is half time. We're at nil all. Uh, it's been a little bit of a. I mean, the away end has been banging, but I think on the pitch it's been a little bit kind of. We were hoping for some goals, I'm not going to lie. To be fair, I think that most of the play has been up the other end, which isn't a bad thing. We've not really seen that much of the action, but um, ideally it will be um, a little bit more goals in towards the away end uh, in the second half. Yeah, I think first half, I mean, they look a bit sluggish. Caitlin Ford had some decent chances, but yeah, not enough on target. But they're shooting the away end second half and we know what that means yeah they're saving it for us yeah they're saving the knee slide they're saving the knee slide into the away end we're expecting some big goals they can't not so yeah bring on the second half yeah we'll uh, speak to you later Hallie today and Hallie's going to be doing her fan five so let's get into it uh, what was your first ever live Arsenal women's game uh, 20 was it 16 FA Cup final against Chelsea at Wembley okay, okay. yeah good also victory results Arsenal wins obviously one of those 14 uh, FA Cup trophies that's a pretty good one to, to go to the yeah. first time we got you into it and made you stick around um, and what play would you say you're most excited to watch this season ideally uh, an Arsenal play yeah, I'll go pull over. I got a pull over away kit this season. I'm excited to see uh, what she can do with a full season. Yeah, she's had a good start to the season. To be fair, she's had a stunning start yeah. to the season. Every time she's on the ball, like amazing. absolutely amazing. Uh, what would you say would be your dream signing? We're coming up to January <laughs> to record this, so it's a good time to ask the question. Uh, I'll go Americans, and I'll say Emily Fox. I'll take Naomi Gurma too. I can yeah. uh, get a little dual signing in there, but yeah, strengthen the defense and versatility. Yeah, go with it. Yeah, yeah, she's right back. Little right? nice uh, Emily Fox is yeah, right back, left back, center back. She can do it all. So a little UNC Ooh. reunion with Lotta and Lessie. Yeah, love get a bit of versatility as well in the play. Gotta love that. Okay, cool. What would be your favorite chant at the moment? Oh, I mean, can I know I the Chloe, I know that. Well, no, I know the Chloe chants get yeah, a lot of love, yeah. but I actually. I do really appreciate the Laura chant because the fact that, like, we've been able to get that name into like a coherent song people can sing is impressive to me. So I'm gonna go the Laura. That's actually a really good reason as well. Like yeah, the logic yeah, yeah. behind that yeah, is true. Yeah. And what would you say has been your most memorable moment with Arsenal women? You've got quite oh, a few well, years now, to look back Yeah. On. Well, now I'm gonna say last Sunday, the Emirates against Chelsea. Oh, wasn't that amazing? That was amazing. Yeah. To see to see that live, that was my first big like Emirates League match. Um, so yeah, and win over Chelsea is always always a good way to go. Yeah, no, amazing one to come to. 
Right. Thank Cheers you ever so much, Ali. Right, I am in the Tollington with a few other Arsenal fans. How are we feeling, guys? Mm. Not great. As you can tell by that deafening silence and some negative comments, we're not feeling in the best of moods. Um, yeah, that was not a great way to go into Christmas, I think, essentially. I think that when you come off the high of beating, like, no, not just beating Chelsea, but thrashing Chelsea, to then midweek with an entirely new starting eleven, scraping a win to then going back to the team that sort of won against Chelsea and then it's disappointing I think it's just there's just so much potential in this team but they just need to build that consistency and I don't really know how they're going to be able to do that but yeah anybody else got any other thoughts any insights as to what we think that they could be doing we can tell Jonas I'm hopeful I think the pain will spur us to be amazing spur spur sorry i apologize triggering word there triggering word it will generate greatness and there may not be the league it may be too late for the league or it might not be we don't so know do, do you think as i think we were discussing earlier do you think that this was the pre-conti cup game is this the we lost against chelsea we need to kick up the arse to, yeah, to gain consistency to we lost to Spurs. It's embarrassing. And you use that embarrassment so you're never that embarrassed again. Yeah, we lost to Spurs away <laughs> in in their stadium. Um, I, I have said walking away from there, though, very, very disappointed with the lack of banter. Like, we were, we gave them so much shit during that game. It was excellent. Like, our atmosphere block, our atmosphere, our away end. Um, we, we, I think the first 30 minutes, we were decent. We kind of died down a little bit when we realised that we were perhaps not slamming in the goals like we were anticipating doing. Um, and then the second half kind of died quite dr- drastically, I think. Um, but we were, we were giving them a lot of banter. And I think walking away from the stadium, I think I anticipated a bit more from the fans because they we, they should have given us a lot of shit for that because we deserved it. That was a big takeaway for me uh, at about halftime was realising, of course, I didn't expect uh, the ground to be full. But, I, you know, they turned out finally at some point. Um we were up for it, and they didn't know what to do. I mean, I don't think I heard them once until they scored. Yeah, it was they literally. scored, and then there was a second time, I think, where I remember it, it was... Yeah, and then we nearly scored, so that shut them up again, but obviously we didn't. But, um, yeah, I think that... So, essentially, what, what we're saying is that we won the battle of the fans, but um, we, we obviously lost the game, so <laughs> I think they're probably going to be happier than us about that. But... No, it's disappointing, but at the end of the day now we have got like a few, they've got a few weeks off. Um, We as fans can recuperate a little bit because I think that when we're trying to bring that positivity and energy to every single game, particularly or especially if they're not really bringing it on the pitch, we have to try to be there to inject that into the game for them. And it's tiring to do that. And I think a lot of us are quite ready for a Christmas break. And to a point, I think that it may be tiring for them. There is a such thing as toxic positivity. positivity. And I'm not saying remotely that we're at that point. Uh, uh, we, we, We got it right. And I completely agree with you that the right way to approach this is 
this was not the result we wanted. It is uh, deflating and terrible. And the best way to not feel that is to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. And given the fact there is a break coming up, that's gonna, you know, that's that's bulletin board material. It'll yeah. be there for until the next match. Exactly. And they, they are going away. I can't remember where they're going. On the plane, like somebody in Portugal. So they are going away for like a training session for some friendly games um, before our next. Is it an FA Cup game? Yes. Watford. Watford. Watford in the FA Cup. That's going to be a fun game. And that's a nice game, actually, to kind of start the, the second half of the season in. with. Let's ease ourselves back in. We'll have come off the back of a couple of friendlies, so we won't hopefully be too uh, um, too rusty or anything like that. But now they've got a decent break, so hopefully in the new year, 2024. The cast running down the way. Okay, we're not in the mood to sing properly, but I tried, I tried. Um, that was spur of the moment. Um, oh, damn that word again. Anyway, we are drinking our sorrows, drowning our sorrows. So, Nat and I will be back with some other comments and a bit of a roundup of the year in the next section. I think the least said about that game, the best. Well, guys, you, you may have heard Spurs just then, or you may not have. We may have decided to cut it out. Yeah, not quite the way that we'd have wanted to end the season. I think that the players perhaps didn't want to end the season in that way either. But at the end of the day, I think that some of the positives you can take from it, if there are any, are that I think that all teams are stepping up their game. This yeah. wasn't a coincidence. Like you look at Spurs and how they've performed over the like towards the end of this season or this season throughout. They've quite obviously been building something. It's obviously not been the same team as last year. Well, definitely not and the same it, team. Exactly. And I think it just kind of it, it does show that everything's leveling off. And I think that that competition is getting stronger, which as much as I do like to watch Arsenal win, I think that you, you need that. Like You need it to make the game exciting if, if there's a bit of peril in there. And hopefully there's stuff that we can learn from as well. I think that's the thing. Yeah, it's not the result that we wanted. I think we're all a little bit shocked, especially after yeah. like the, the Chelsea win at the Emirates the week before. And the, I think that I think, was a big contrast, yeah. though. If that hadn't happened, we wouldn't have gone into it and We'd Quite have gone in and probably, but yeah, I mean, we would have anyway. We'd yeah. have been, you know, having a bit of banter regardless. But I think that, um, yeah, it gave us perhaps uh, overconfidence. And then looking at the game, it perhaps didn't match it. But anyway, moving on to uh, to better topics. Um, <laughs> but I actually, would say, I was going to say, though, that I think the positive from it is that we pretty much had a sold out away end. Is that right? We did. That? I mean, yeah, I think it's like 3,000 allocation. And Um, I think Nancy Baker, didn't she? She shared, she was sat in the Spurs end, boom. But uh, she shared the video of us. Were we doing North London forever? North London forever. And and it looked looked and sounded amazing. So I think that's one of the main positives we can take from it, is that actually we're building numbers and crowds and the atmosphere and stuff, especially, you know, big away games as well. And the, the week before, we'd, what was it, over 59,000 people at the Emirates to watch this Chelsea game. So it was mm. it's cool that we still then took nearly 3,000 people away to, um, what, what do they call it, the toilet bowl or something or other. That's yeah, the, that's, yeah that's the name. <laughs> no, I mean, that that is definitely a positive. I mean, I do think, I mean, we will come on to people's um, best moments or best memories from the past year. And I do think attendance is... is it is going to be one of those. I mean, it's just been, it has been exceptional. And there's obviously been a lot of 
talk around it because other teams, other other well, fan bases more so have been kind of criticizing our focus on that. But the thing is, you can't. We, we obviously want Arsenal to win. Like we're there because we want to see Arsenal win, mm. and we want to push them to win, like by being loud in the background. But we need they need it to be sustainable as well. Like there's such the way that they perform most of the time is worth having that audience there. Like um, they deserve having that crowd there, but yeah. most, a lot of the teams do and some of them aren't getting it. And that's why we talk about it so much because it's brilliant that Arsenal is doing it. And the other teams, a lot of the other teams are playing catch up and they'll get there. Like, and it, and hopefully what we're, what Arsenal's doing is kind of creating almost a blueprint that these other teams can follow both in terms of, Arsenal and the marketing that they're doing and all like the TikToks and the social media stuff and all of that, that just creates like that engagement and that interaction and that, yeah, that, that push to really get people involved in the game outside of the 90 minutes. Um, And then what we're doing as well, like on our side, like the red and white, the supporters club, you've got like the Facebook fan forum and things like that, where people go to ask questions, like it's all just building and it all interrelates and it's just yeah, it's just um, built something amazing over this past year. So it's really something we can be proud of. And I think it's about building that bond with the team that, yes, we want our team to win all the time, but we, you know, we should be there, win, lose or draw. And, you know, it's, yes, you know, people might be coming, oh, Arsenal are like, you know, maybe like Chelsea. They win all the time. Let's go and watch a good match. But actually you want that kind of support no matter what and it would be good for other teams to be able to build that you know that local support or you know no matter what that you're there thick and thin through it all you know turn up to try and help build those numbers and that it's not just because the team's likely to win or or whatever and and I, I know I definitely you come it's not just the football it's like the social thing the community it's everything as well. And mm. that's what I love, love about Arsenal. And, um, and yeah, obviously it helps when we win, but we'll, we'll be back in January and Conti Cup and we FA will. Cup and, and everything. And yeah, hopefully we win, but if we don't, we'll be there at the next match singing and losing our voices and, and everything else. And I think that's, that's, that's what needs to make it sustainable is that bond with the team, with the players, with, the fans around you, those interactions, that's what kind of keeps you coming back week in, week out, even if you're not winning. Exactly. Fingers no, crossed. I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head. Um, no, you have. Like, it's that is what it's about. Um, and I suspect that, to be fair, some of, the, some of the positive things that people have been sending us through, we may have covered some of them, but we're going to dig into them a little bit more. So, uh, yeah, thank you, everybody that sent through uh, that sent through their their thoughts, their best moments from the past year. Um, right, let's dig mine, into some of these. Because I didn't expect uh-huh. to be on the pot. I say including mine, that I didn't expect to be <laughs> in this position on the pot this week. OK, well, let's have a look at yours. Well, we've, we have kind of looked at yeah. so all the amazing people I've met through um, through coming to Arsenal women's games. Yeah, yeah definitely. That, that'd be a big that, one for that's, me. that's my big one that I used to come along on my own, didn't know anyone. I'd chat to a few people and then I'd go off on my merry way. Um, but I definitely feel like connected to the team and like the fans and everything. It's, it's, it is that whole package for me. And that's, you know, I've been abroad and met amazing people from all over the world and stuff like that. And, I, you know, when I first started um, beginning of last season, I would never imagine that. I would never imagine I'd been to... Germany twice and 
um, Sweden and all over the places. So I, I feel really fortunate that I kind of came into it when I did. And the people that I've met, just amazing as well. So that's yeah. my highlight, besides the football, obviously. <laughs> no, I mean, that it is a big part of it. But I mean, that's why I think that the culture side of things at Arsenal has grown so, so well. It's the fact that through the Red and White and the Supporters Club in particular, there has always been that focus on that social aspect. It's never mm-hmm. just been about the football. And we, we've talked about it a lot before on the pod, like when we had Tim on here as well, Tim Stillman, like he talked about it too. Like that's why football is so popular as a yeah. sport. It isn't yeah. the 90 minutes or it is the 90 minutes, but then it's all the debate. It's all the mm-hmm. meetups. It's all the the people that you interact with outside of that. And that's what makes it so so addictive yeah, um it's definitely. just it makes you want to come back and and to meet the people and socialize and you know that you've got that regular social aspect in your life like you don't have to think about it you just know well the next game's next weekend I'll see you then yeah it's just exactly. super easy it's, easy. Well, so. it's really easy no definitely definitely a big part of what we do and what the red and white does so it's been an epic year for that um some other thoughts from some other people right okay the return of Beth and Viv that <laughs> 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 we Both were of those yeah I mean we were we were like their games weren't we when they came back on the pitch yeah yeah the amazing noise, to see them the noise Come when on. uh when Beth walked out at the the Emirates remind Emirates. me which game it was my, my friend um it'd be Villa was, Villa game yeah. yeah that was it the Villa game just like everyone yeah. chanting Mido and and she got uh, the assist to Russo is that right she got the assist oh the it winning was almost goal. like the perfect comeback yeah, yeah. like it was I mean, and and then the fact that obviously we were in front of, like, we she scored twice directly yeah. in front of us, and oh, she celebrated with us in the crowd. Yeah. I mean, it's that those that was definitely a special, special moment. And the same for Viv as well. Like, whenever she comes on the pitch now, yeah. like you can just hear the cheers. I mean, it's and the thing is as well, like Beth is obviously a lioness, so it kind of it makes sense that she's got that yeah. that huge support behind her. But Viv isn't a lioness, and she still gets that incredible levels of support and so yeah. it shows that it's it's it is more than that like it's you know there was kind of a lot of narrative last year about the fact that it was post euros or whatever mm-hmm. and we're both essentially post euros yep. like fans we we only started mm-hmm. going to the games after um after the euros in 2022 geez it was <laughs> a while ago now um but um yeah like it shows that it's grown to be more than just come and see yeah. your favorite lioness some of the signs may <laughs> don't talk about the size on yeah but uh, it, like it shows that there's just so much support for all of our players yeah. and I think that we're looking forward next year to to Leah and to Laura coming yeah, back on the definitely. pitch Taya as well mm-hmm. um yeah it'd be incredible sit when we have like a fully fully fit full team well it, it's like when we went to Wembley to watch the um England Lionesses against Netherlands uh we were very much I wanted to see Viv play. Unfortunately, she didn't come on, did she? No, uh, no. Vicky P was outstanding. Um, she was really stunning. Say, very I shouldn't really say that as yeah. support, but it was like we were cheering on our, our our Arsenal players on the opposition. But I was like, oh, I'd love to see Viv, you know, play in country colours. Um and then I went up to Glasgow and watched um the England Scotland game. And when oh, yeah. Beth scored her goal, her first England goal back as well, it was as emotional as like her first Arsenal goal as well. So it's it's been amazing. And they're, they're yeah. only going to grow in confidence, get back into it. And so it's it's exciting times, you know, like this next year or next half of the season. I can't wait for them to, you know, just get back into it and be um, scoring goals and playing well. And there, yeah. and it's... And, 
you know, with the step by step, the documentary that's just come out. So I watched last yeah, night. Yeah, that's out this week, right? Yeah. yeah. So it, it's it's just, yeah, it's nice to see that different side of them, like off the pitch, what they are really like as people and their personalities. And Yeah, no, it is. It is. And particularly, I mean, it's, I think what's incredible about a lot of our players is they do like talk about a lot of very important topics, particularly when some of them I'm thinking about Viv, perhaps more so than Beth, for example, they seem quite shy and they don't Mm -hmm. necessarily seem like the sort of person that would want to, given the choice, share that much about their their personal lives and be that open to people that, you know, they don't know in in their private lives. So the fact that they go out of their way to share their experiences, knowing the impact that it has um, and knowing the power of their voice and the influence that they have. It just makes it extra special. I think that that's just yet another thing that kind of make, helps us to engage with the team and buy into them as as a group of people, yeah. as well as obviously for the football that they play. Um, yeah, yeah, lots of things that they're they're doing right to to keep people going back to the games. Um, right, okay. Going back through some more of these, we've got lots of the return of Mido. Mido coming back on the pitch in the Villa game. That one's from Kimberly Blowers. Uh, smashing attendance records. We've already talked about that one from Ruby42166. <laughs> um, Conti Cup final. Uh, Neve has sent that one wow. through. <laughs> what, what day that, that, one, that, one was, that one was a moment. Like we had so yeah. many moments where it just kind of like, we were like, oh, that's been the best moment yeah. so far. And then then something else had happened. But when that, everything like le- leading up to that game, like we had, we were all in the pub and that was the first time I think that we were all, not the first time we were in the pub, but like we had like a proper long period yeah. of time in the pub before that game. We planned a fan walk. We had face paints. Uh, Rebecca was doing face yeah, paints. Um and then, yeah, the fan walk to the stadium. Now, when you look back, you, it kind of pales in comparison to the more recent fan walks, even the one in the rain the other day, like um, to the Chelsea game. Um, but yeah, like the fan walk there, the fact that like obviously uh, the stadium was a bit more in theory evenly split between Chelsea and, and us in terms mm-hmm. of fans. Um, but I think it was a bit more weighted towards us. We, we were definitely noisy. We, we were noisier yeah. than there was probably more Chelsea fans, but we made up for in we really sound. did I mean <laughs> especially considering at that point I don't I think a few of us had managed to book together but we weren't like one big block no. of people we were a few kind of dispersed you know groups of 10 or 20 yeah. or whatever we may have been um, but we still managed to get quite a lot of atmosphere going and we all sang North London yeah. I think that was one of the first times that we, we were in such a packed stadium and North mm-hmm. London forever we sang that after the game in fact when, when yeah, we won it was. and um, when Leah turned yeah, around to us yeah, exactly, I'm still, exactly. I'm still like that's why she turned around and like held her arms out. <laughs> I swear, and, yeah, <laughs> she well, she was doing that to us. to us. But uh, <laughs> there's a picture. I think it's it's actually one of my favourite pictures. Is that um, it's like Sophie Ingle, I think, that stood on the pitch. Yeah, and, obviously blue Chelsea um, kit, and it's a uniform. Then I mean, kit. <laughs> and then in the background is like all of all of us Arsenal fans in our red and red and white shirts and everything else, and like we're all pointing or whatever. But just the sea I've, of I've red, yeah, just the sea of sea about. of red. It's just like um, it's a fabulous picture, and I think that was yeah. not that it was a start, but that's kind of felt like where it was. The fans were coming together and. We, you yeah. know, because it was a big, well, tournament, well, not tournament, but like cup, it was silverware type of thing. It wasn't just um, 
normal game as such. It wasn't just a game. It was, yeah. And it was a trigger as well. It was a trigger for a lot of the rest of the season and like their fights. Cause I think yeah. before that, they kind of had like that dip in form. Um, and like we'd lost to Chelsea, the, hadn't we, beforehand? Yeah, literally the week before. Like, yeah. wasn't it midweek as well or something? Mm. Am I right in saying that? Um, so I think it was just like, it was the moment where they just needed a bit of a kick up the bum, really, to, yeah. to get going again. Um, you know, maybe this past game that we which I'm not going to mention the name of it again but the one just before <laughs> Christmas um maybe that one will be another kind of moment of right we we can't let this yeah. happen again like we're Arsenal we're the Arsenal like yeah. we can't and, and then Ian Wright's um oh what's it oh, called? not today Chelsea <laughs> was that, that not was, today Chelsea was that for the like that, that's for, when I heard that that made me go do you know what they're gonna win yeah. <laughs> like I, I listened to that and I was like right they can do this so <laughs> I, I hope, I hope the players listen to it as well in the changing rooms so. exactly so he was there afterwards like yeah. you know in their celebration so I suspect they were probably being like oh thanks very much for that you, um, yeah, you for know, the pep talk <laughs> yeah exactly um right oh and then on the other side of things we've got somebody here um who's saying that uh arsenal's 4-1 win against chelsea in front of a record crowd i mean wow it was special wow. it was- hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. What a game. What, I, I'm, I'm still in shock. I'm still not over that game, to be honest. Because I think for me, I was a bit like, oh, oh it's Chelsea. Um, and we, you know, we were, I was like, I'll take a draw. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was like, I didn't want to be too, uh, you know, it's that confident, you know, like, are we going to win? They'd been playing super well. They're smashing everyone. The thing them. is, so would we, like, we had, yeah. I know we had the dip at the start of the season, but it was more, uh, the thing for me is I thought it will be so close and it's yeah. going to be such fine margins for mm-hmm. either of us. So that was why. I was like, we can win this, yeah. but it could go either way because it will come down to those such small margins. So the fact that we legitimately like thrashed them, yeah. that was the surprise. Like it wasn't the fact that we won, it was kind of how we did it. And I just think that that kind of game, it's it, it was a Conti Cup kind of game again, yeah. where the passing was just meticulous. We were so, so clinical in front of goal. And I do think that the crowd, again, it, like we were... It helped they got that early goal. It yeah. kind of spurred us to kind of be really, really super loud in the background. But um, I think that the entire stadium was behind them. Oh, question for you. Because oh, I did put this out as a poll. On, <laughs> it's not a hard question. Don't look scared. <laughs> um, I put the poll out on Twitter, mm. X, whatever it is, about did you prefer um, that Chelsea game or the Wolfsburg game? Oh. Tricky one, right? Oh, that that's really tricky. Because I think, for me, they they were like at different stages in a way. 
So I, I'm like a bit like, oh, it's really hard to compare. Both games, it's really hard to compare because the team were at different stages. So obviously Wolfsburg was after all the losses in the team, like injury-wise. Was it a draw in Wolfsburg? Again, I can't remember. I'm te- my memory is terrible. So we'd kind of come back and you were like, oh, we've got this. The, rec- the sellout, you know, of the stadium, record numbers. Um, I think we were at, we were really coming together as like red and white supporters club. We'd block bought blocked two um, to kind of really and and after the drama of ticket sales and everything else, uh, them going on yeah. sale, didn't they? On that that Friday late Friday night, um, I think it was amazing because that was the first time like we'd seen that we'd experienced it. So that will always live in my heart. But then what we've achieved with like and new squad and the talent that's come in this season and how it's been building and the numbers have been building, the new chance and everything else. I think where we are now is a completely different place to Wolf's, the Wolfsburg game. And I think they're both they're both up there for me as like memorable atmosphere. And what was really yeah. good about the Chelsea game was that you look across the stadium we and won. it's not it's not just our block but you could see people swinging their scarves around and you could hear other bits of chants and things like that as well that it wasn't just down to our block and i think that's the that's the difference between the two games now is that other people are joining in sound is travelling people are joining in in their own way by swinging their scarves or whatever so i think i don't know i can't i can't call i'm sitting on the fence because i think they are two very different games but I think what was nice about the Wolfsburg even though we lost we stayed till the very end the last player going in and we were just chanting our hearts out that we were super proud of the girls Mm. um and we always are and obviously there was a difference we lost compared to a win so we were buzzing that we'd beat Chelsea oh my god we did it um but I don't know I've waffled on what what's what do you think, Susie? <laughs> or what what did, Twitter, what did Twitter think or X? Or Twitter, Twitter. It was it was essentially the Brexit vote. Um, reimagine <laughs> it was fifty two percent, forty eight percent. Chelsea just pipped it, yeah. oh, which yeah. I suspect will be we won. Yeah, like which that's always going to do. I have to admit, I think for me it was Wolfsburg. Mm. Chelsea was special, but it was just. I don't know. There was just something magical about Wolfsburg. And I think that we came so, so close yeah. with everything like you mm-hmm. just outlined that had gone on in the past, in the in the previous season, like the season before that. Yeah. Um, I, I just think that like I was emotional heading into it. And then throughout the game, I was emotional. Yeah. Like it was just, yeah, everything that had happened in that season, it all kind of culminated in this one game where we were with, like we, we'd all booked together, like we were all in block two. We were all like within block two, really, really loud, like, but the entire crowd, it was the first time I'd ever experienced w- women's football like that. Yeah. And you could see that we're like, we've made it like, you know, yes, there's not every game is going to be that loud. Not every game is that going to be that connected. Like you said at Chelsea, it was better in terms of the like scarf waving and people joining in the chants and things, but that was the first game where every single person in that stadium was behind the players. Mm -hmm. And just that feeling is just, it's just indescribable. And I think that even at Chelsea, 
it was kind of because it was like the second time it happened it just mm-hmm. didn't have that same like yeah, emotional that's... impact and I think that just the fact that you could see that they gave absolutely everything on that pitch despite the loss like because it was obviously it wasn't even just 90 minutes it was extra time as well and yeah. like in the dying minutes that's when we lost it and it was just the girls it, gave everything yeah, it, was it was like just, it was just the end of the, like the story for for that season mm. and I think that I just that yeah I think for me that was just a very very special moment Chelsea was brilliant I'm really glad that we won I think it was such an exceptional game but Wolfsburg will be a special moment for me for a, a long time I think that's the turning point, wasn't it? Of like, this is what we can achieve or what can be done. Sell out, you know, women yeah. can be selling out stadiums and things like that. So, yeah, it was a, it was definitely a special thing to be part of, part of history. Yeah, well, that's the thing, yeah. yeah. every Nearly every game we go to, we are part of history. It's, yeah. uh, which is, again, like it's another way of feeling connected. Like every game you go to, you're helping them build something. Um yeah which I personally love. Um, right, what else are there? There are quite a few here. Bear with. That's okay. Um, there are quite a few on the same theme. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. What Everyone enjoys thing? meeting people. Everybody enjoys the fact that Beth and Viv yeah. are back on the pitch. Um, everybody enjoyed the Chelsea game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steph's Man City goal, to be fair, Man City. It's quite funny, actually, because Chelsea was such a big, big deal, yeah. but you forget that we beat Man City. And I do think that they're looking like... It's two seasons in a row where they've kind of not been quite dismissed, mm-hmm. but they've kind of been the latter part of the yeah. conversation. And yet they're always there and not just nipping at the heels like they're legitimately always contesting the title. Yeah. Um, and I think that a lot of people sort of seem to count them out a little bit. And I think that the fact that we've beaten them, you know, like twice at Meadow Park, you yeah. know, recently, relatively recently. I think they um, are one of our big um, Big rivals, do you know? I think it kind of gets forgotten oh, yeah. about a little big, bit. It's the top three think, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, any game that we beat them, I think that I, I think that we can. They've they've been really really close the past few games, yeah. and well, the last two games. Obviously, the one before that was at theirs, and we lost that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we don't talk about that game either. That was that was the equivalent of Spurs. I'm sorry, but that City game away last year, that was the equivalent of Spurs where you look at the performance and go, yeah. oh, well, not even the performance because, oh, sorry, no, I'm not going to start ranting about the Spurs. <laughs> but it, it, was, it was one of those games, but we, we brought the atmosphere as well. There's, yeah, I think I mentioned exactly. it before, there's a bit where Bunny's on the floor getting medical treatment and we're stood behind mm-hmm. Manu's goal and we're literally singing, we've won 15 league titles. And it comes across so well on the BBC coverage. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Oh, um, yeah. So, um, Becca Wosowart. Woso? I never know how to pronounce that. Wozo, Wozo. Wozo, Wozo, that word, um, has highlighted a couple of goals. So, the Frieda versus Bayern goal. That, that was, was a, a cork. That got so many views across yeah. social media. Like, that was just a stunning goal and just crossed all barriers. People that didn't don't like football were like, that's a good goal. <laughs> it was such a team effort as yeah. well. Like that little kind of backwards chip with Leah knowing exactly where Frida was, like just to set her up for it. And then it was Everything a real banger, was wasn't it? In the and it was minute. a banger. Yeah. yeah, like that was that was Katie McKay-Besk in terms of how far away it was. But the thing with Frida is she's obviously can shoot from distance, but she just places it 
perfectly like Katie does too and then she has so much force behind it that a lot of the time even if the goalkeeper gets a hand on it that it's just like nope it's still going in <laughs> Frida can just place it like so beautifully a lot of the time um no that that was a that was a really really decent goal um it was and fun. then the other one as well that um uh, Becca has raised is the Jen versus Wolfsburg goal mainly because of body and pop <laughs> like <laughs> that was a beautiful beautiful yeah. moment for so many reasons like was that the goal? Didn't put us it put us ahead again, didn't it? Like towards the end, or was it ahead, or did it? Did we? Um, did we? Did we score, even the score? Did on we that equalize? One? I think. Did I think it, it was. Yeah, level, maybe you're right. But yeah, they. Um, Jen is like a brick wall, isn't she? I wouldn't want to like run into her force. So it was just like the way Jen, no, Jen stands there, and then Pop just falls over, and because she's <laughs> she's by no means tiny herself, is she really? So. Uh, no, yeah. that was that was a again. I think that's again. Like, it comes back to the Wolfsburg debates. There were just so many moments like yeah. that that were just like moment. The fact that VAR cancelled so many of our goals throughout oh. that game as well. Like we had like two goals overturned. Was it two? Um, I, remember. I remember that I've got one of the photos that I've got. A, like series of photos is just the most exceptional celebrations, and then it went to VAR yeah, and, and it was it disallowed. Was disallowed. Christina's goals. Yeah. Like there were just so many moments from that game. But I think that. Jen Beatty, if you need like a last minute, last ditch yeah. effort goal, stick Jen Beatty up as number nine. Number and nine. Get Jen Beatty, number nine. Jen Beatty. Exactly. The same with her. You raised it a second ago. The penalty. Yeah, I was going to say her um, penalty because the only slightly annoying thing was where we were stood in the North Bank is that we couldn't, couldn't see, see most the of players because the, the players were in the way. And so we were all like, <laughs> so, like moved over <laughs> to the side and we were like, oh, I can see about a quarter of the corner on I the right. See, uh, the, the goal on the right. Goal. Yeah, not very much <laughs> no, of it. Um, Arsenal, if you're listening to this, if you could just shift slightly further along the halfway line yeah. or kneel down. Or stand, <laughs> so stand kind of like parallel, exactly. like 90 degrees to the goal. Um, exactly, then just so we can actually see the goal, that would be great. But no, but I yeah, mean, that somebody, was... somebody said, I don't know who it was in the crowd, and I, they were like, oh, apparently Jen doesn't like taking penalties and she hasn't taken one for ages or not. And then she bangs that in. And I was like, yay, go Jen. But I, I don't know, I know where that, that oh, was. I think she's, I think it's spoken about on the three P's podcast, you know, the players. Oh, have it's they? Called. oh but I hadn't, well, I hadn't heard way. that, but I think that's where Jen had apparently said it. Apparently, I don't know if that's true or not. So, to be fair, I mean, it's not like it's it. her remit normally. Like, no. how frequently does she get to do it during Arsenal games? And then how frequently no, does she actually be in the position to score? Got Well, actually, she scores quite a few goals, but she's a defender at the end of the day. Yeah. So it's not really her remit. So, no. yeah, and anybody and that sets up to take a penalty, hats off to them, because that yeah. must just be the most, what must be running through your head in those moments when you've got the crowd and all eyes on you as well. You have and to be very, very mentally like, resilient. Speaking of goals, um, it was the Chelsea game, wasn't it? Amanda's first goal. That was Chelsea, Absolutely. wasn't it? First um, WSL goal, yeah, right? First WSL it was, yeah, because it yeah. was um, she got she got the goal versus Southampton in the mm. Conti Cup. Um, but yeah, that was first very WSL exciting. goal. Amanda's that head. was very exciting. Yeah. Oh, it just but this is the thing. Like, there are just so many good goals that you can talk yeah. about. I know that Caitlin's goal versus was it Leon? Was it what was that the one where she just scored it like at the beginning of? last season where ish towards the beginning of last season where she would just she just took a moment and then from outside the box she was just like I'm just going to shoot um maybe it wasn't that one I'll have to delete it from longest which game <laughs> I don't know I can't remember but a, a lot yeah. of the time there is so many like bangers you know like Katie only scores every bangers, Katie McCabe goal like, every Katie <laughs> McCabe goal. like yeah, yeah. 
yeah I mean it's been a year I think that's basically what we can say like there have genuinely just been so so many good moments I don't think that obviously everybody like the big big moments are Mm. everybody's got very very similar ones because why wouldn't you like you know the beating winning the Conti Cup like beating Chelsea that Wolfsburg game like all of the injuries, but all the fight that the team had throughout the yeah. like the entire season, like like last season, all the new players that we've got in this season, and the fact that we've just embraced them, and now like the team, sorry from the last game of the season, yeah. are looking like so cohesive <laughs> in in how they play. Um, it is just exciting, and I think that the fact that now we can, we have got a squad that we can rotate as well, so we get to oh, the see bench. Like, the our to... bench, it's it's so our exciting. Our bench is that, insane. Like the talent on our bench is absolutely insane, and that oh, we no, actually have a the... bench compared to the yeah. end of last season, where it was like all our players are on the pitch, more or less. Please, no one else get injured. <laughs> We've got some teenagers, just yeah. like the red and white in the crowd. We will volunteer. <laughs> yeah, get your boots. Come on, Susie, get your boots. You're on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've played three months of football in my life, so obviously I'd be an asset. Uh, no, I mean, it's it's just been, it's been exceptional. It's been a brilliant, brilliant year. And 20... <laughs> 24. I don't 24. think we're as Arsenal fans ever going to be able to say that. Lacasse running down the way. Lacasse, hear the Arsenal sing. Lacasse, I'm, <laughs> I'm not singing along with you because I know that there's such but a there's a delay, like, isn't there? It would sound horrific. But yeah, now no. when everyone, it's like at work when some, if I'm on a Zoom meeting or whatever, and people go, "We've got." And um, they don't pause mm. like that, but they'll be like, oh, we've got so whatever it is. And I'll be like, <laughs> I go, we've got, like... and I want to go, let's see, Russo, every time in my head, whenever anyone goes, we've got. It is really, like, really difficult to just be a normal Russo. person outside of football, isn't it? Because yeah, you're just like, I'm... it's like you're just triggered by the smallest things to just go into your football thing where you're just yeah. really, really loud. And you're like, oh, no, I can't be that in real life. <laughs> and then now it is going to be 2024. Or... Exactly. It's 24 yeah. next year, so it's literally like, yeah, there's all I ever think about. Well, not ever think about, but those, <laughs> those chants just buzz around in my head. Yeah, And people no, say that, always, don't they, in the group chats and things like that, that they'll be like, always, oh, all I've been singing is this. Well, it's like when we went to Spurs, because we met up early, yeah. didn't we, and travelled on the train down, and there was yeah. a guy at St Pancras <laughs> had a Cooney Cross, cross hat, yeah. yeah Cooney Cross her shirt on so then I was I was humming away and singing that going to the game and then coming yeah. back all I was humming and singing along to was 24 so it was literally <laughs> like okay I need to get both of these out of my head but um yeah. I was gonna say what's what's your like new year wish I've got mine but I just wondered for for like Arsenal women or going forwards what's what's your one like New Year wish, Susie. One wish. That oh, might not be I'm as sure obvious you... as like winning the league or whatever. Is there anything? Mine's quite random, but I just wondered what you. Can you not do yours then? You've okay, I could do mine. You've had time mine, to be prepared. I, well, no, I just thought it. I was like when I was driving home, and we've said it quite a lot, but we just want one game where the girls wear the green kit. You know, most most of us. Well, that's a good one. Most of us weren't lucky enough to get the away kit. There's quite a lot that did, but a lot of us still wear the green kit as the away kit. I am now yeah, lucky, yeah, yeah. thanks to our American Father Christmas, <laughs> Hallie, name check. <laughs> whoop, 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 Hallie. Uh, I think you made a lot of Christmas people's Christmases. Uh, but, yeah, we just 
want them once maybe to wear the green kit because it is a beautiful it's just kit. so nice it's, so it's nice. a nice kit and there's no it reason really not is. to i don't understand why they designed a kit that would mainly contrast with like red or blue mm. i guess that is really really difficult for people with that are colorblind to differentiate between those colors mm. why would you design a kit like knowing that because supposedly that's the reason that they're not really wearing oh, it really? anymore um, oh, I didn't know whether it was where like, they would. Oh, or whether it's meant well, it's to be like, like the fact for that versus, like versus like um, Man U or whoever, like the fact that that's obviously red. Like in theory, that would yeah. still contrast quite well. But it's it's supposedly like red and green are terrible for people with their color blinds. So I just like them to wear it once. Yeah, you know, they wore the pink kit last year mm. on two or three occasions. We have this conversation all the time, don't we? I Which think it was game? three, wasn't it? Villa, Man United, West Ham. West Ham, yeah, yeah, oh, the the Man United yeah. game. We'll never remember. We will never forget that, will we? Uh, that's no. etched on our memory. But yeah, I just like them once next. Well, the rest of the season, season even yeah. to wear the green kit. That's my wish. Obviously, winning the I league and all that, that shebang. But... Going going down the slightly like the football route, like it, obviously it'd be amazing if we were to win the league. I think if we can put ourselves in a position to not have to compete so early through the qualifiers for Champions League, mm-hmm. although I don't know when the rules are changing, so they'll be changing soon, won't they? Um, so maybe that will affect it. But yeah. ideally, we'd we put ourselves in a position. The fact that we don't have the Olympics for some of our players next year, and it, to be fair, actually, I think it's looking like it's quite a big contingency of that. They'll actually get a proper, proper pre-season and a bit more time to relax, have a break, and also um, like work together as a team. Mm. Obviously, we don't know how many players will be going out. We don't know how many players will be going in. We don't know that for this January either. So that's going to be exciting. exciting to, uh, yeah, Jonas has already said. Players will be going out, players will be coming in, or at least that's what he's anticipating. Yeah. So cue all the rumours uh, and everything. They've already Twitter. started. Oh, my, my I know favorite, they've already started. My, can, I, can I say my favourite one? It's what? hilarious. And it's people's comments. And It's just that so I, I saw, I don't know if it was Twitter or TikTok or wherever, that um, Katie McCabe is going to sign for London City Lionesses. <laughs> I know. I saw that. Why would they even try? I have no she's, idea. She's world, world class. She's not going to leave the WSL firstly. Like, but, but then people, people are believing it. People's comments were literally like, oh, my God, is this true? And I'm like, no. Please, Out it, of all the places as well. I Do you know what? I want to start a rumour now. Just, I don't know what, but it'll be funny. I think, I think it's funny. Gonna, and then, obviously, yeah, we're, all, we're all like, is, is Mary? Is Mary coming? Is she not? And then... That's a big, big rumour. Like, um, is it Emily Fox? I think that, um, yeah. um, which you'll have heard um, from Hallie, um, from her fan five. Um, she, um, I think that she's potential a potential target for as right back. So there's definitely going to be movements. I think mm. we'll have to see as to who leaves because um, we are at capacity. Somebody has to leave. Geo going out on loan. Oh, she isn't currently registered. Things like that. Yeah, it? so, but she isn't currently registered. So we have to have, if we bring somebody else in, we have to either send somebody else out on loan or mm. or that means a player or or more, depending on yeah. how many people come in, have to leave. So it's going to be an interesting January, but I think that we're in a much better place than we were this time last year. Last year we were scrabbling and yeah. we didn't get what we wanted. This year it's kind of, we do need it to reinforce like our right back position, I guess, um, particularly because it will be a little bit of time before, before Lara comes back. Um, but at the same time, we're not we've got in theory the firepower at the front and we've got the defense at the back so 
And we're pretty, pretty solid in midfield with Kyra Cooney, Cross and Pullover and Frieda, et cetera, like the younger players um, coming through. So we're in pretty, pretty good shape for 2024, I'd say. Uh, we're going to be kicking things off with the FA Cup. We've obviously got more Conti Cup games coming up and the WSL too. And hopefully by the end of the year, we'll be in a prime position to, to compete again in the Champions League of the following year. I want some European trips back. Um, yeah, I want to be going to Europe and not Southampton for my birthday, please. Next year. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with Southampton, but I was like, oh, I could be somewhere in Europe. And then it was like, no. Yeah. But saying that, I did go to Sweden, so I can't really complain. You did go to Sweden. I was one of the people that was like, that's fine. I'll save my holidays till <laughs> Don't. we, we continue progress. So obviously I jinxed it. Um, by the way, guys, if you don't know already, I'm a massive, massive jinx. Because if I don't go to something, I'll, I'll have made the wrong choice always. Or if I decide <laughs> to go to something, I'll make the wrong choice. If I miss Lester, guys. So guys, 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 I say this too much. I'll cut that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> right well yeah that's that's a wrap for our season two nat and i uh will be back in the new year kate will you'll definitely I'll be, be back hearing listening. her voice as well. yeah uh, usually um, going leslie russo to score first i think the time when i didn't say anything she scored so I, i'm i've been told that i can't say anything now in the score predictions about leslie because i jinx it too much i yeah. should be mute so, yeah, so we'll be back. We'll be back in um, 2024. We're going to be back with the FA Cup game on the 14th of January. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to to bringing you the atmosphere from the games and uh, bringing you just, yeah, just more insights from the fans, a bit more about the fan culture. And thank you to everybody that's been listening so far. We really, really appreciate everyone um, that, that does listen. I mean, we just do this. And even if nobody listened, I think we continue doing it. But... Um, we're really happy that people do seem to enjoy it and uh, yeah we love speaking to everybody at all the games and getting uh, getting all of your insights and snippets and predictions and all of that and your fan five so thanks to everybody that's been on the pod over the past year well half a year for us really we've been doing this since <laughs> the summer um, yeah we really really appreciate uh, everybody's contributions we really appreciate the red and white um, and what that uh, group is doing together we are building something absolutely incredible I think everybody should be so so proud of themselves um, the supporters club as well got to say big big thank you to to you guys um, yeah I think that the way that you've brought everybody together and helped us buy tickets and things like that and all the stuff that you do in the background it's just it's created something brilliant um, and I can't wait to see how it develops next year. So thanks very much. And for the last time in 2023, until next time, ale ole away. Yay. Oh, such an awkward way to end it. Or <laughs> oh, didn't say Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Hang on, let me Christmas. do the ending bit again. Go on. Oh, now I'm laughing. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. And for (laughs) fuck's sake. (laughs) Jerry just attacked me. Jerry attacked you? Naughty Jerry. It's a sign. What game was that? Oh, man. Right, third time lucky. (laughs) I'm just making myself laugh. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. And until next time, ale ole away. Hello, it's Natalie here. I am finally nearly better. Um, 
Thank you, Kate, for standing in at last minute because I just was not in any fit state to record anything. I'm barely in a fit state now, just about, but I just wanted to um, dip in on this last episode quickly and say uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy New Year. Thank you so much to everyone for listening to the pod since we started back in, uh, I think it was the end of May, beginning of June. Uh, It's been fantastic. I feel like we've been doing it a lot longer, but that's the end of season two. Can you believe it? Um, We'll be starting again, as Susie said before, uh, in the new year. Um, FA Cup when our journey starts hopefully a journey that ends us in Wembley which would be fantastic but thank you everybody thank you Susie and uh, thank you for being a great co-host thank you to everybody that's been on the pod as well you've been fantastic and thank you again Kate for stepping in last minute you are a legend Um, I really appreciate it but um, and thank you anybody that's stepped in for me over this year Um, it's happened a couple of times but um, have the best a festive period, whatever you do. Um, and oh, hopefully this second half of the season is going to be bloody fantastic. Hopefully plenty of goals, plenty of wins and some silverware, which would be lovely. So um, we'll see you in January. Bye. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.